This is the Wilder Wellness Podcast, where we discuss all things body image, intuitive eating, and the wilder sides of wellness. Here we reject the diet culture messages that have kept us tame and preoccupied so we can finally build trust with our bodies, embrace true well-being, and have the confidence to take on any adventure. I'm your host, Chris Nails, a licensed therapist with a specialty in wilderness therapy. I've spent the last decade dedicating my studies and practice to helping women feel more connected to their bodies, build resiliency, and take up more space on and off of the trail. Tune in each week for new episodes as we chat with wellness professionals, outdoor adventure enthusiasts, and thought leaders that will leave you feeling inspired, connected, and motivated to live a life free from restriction and body shame. You will receive tangible tools, support, and connection as you take your next steps towards creating a wilder life. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to the show. Hello, hello. It is the Wilder Wellness Podcast. I am excited to be jumping in to check in with you all today. It has been a very busy season over here. I know I've talked about that on on Instagram recently, but it's just been um, pretty go, go, go. I've been getting ready for the Wilder Weekend Retreat that happens literally this weekend, building out like the, the workbook and going over the curriculum. It feels so exciting to feel so prepared for this. And I'm really excited to be hosting this like in-person experience. And um, I think before I was feeling a little anxious about it just because it felt so far away. And I was so focused on, um, you know, getting the word out there that I've really shifted my energy to planning each day and planning out what are we going to have for dinner and what is every single hour going to look like. And now that it's so real, I just feel the excitement building, which is great. And behind the scenes, I've also been working on this intuitive eating course, which has been a long time coming. (laughs) I have been building this course since last March, maybe it's been forever. And my inspiration for building this course was actually through running the body image program, because I realized that, you know, it's really difficult to do body image work without touching on the food piece. And I was trying to fit in our relationship with food into like one module that we like review for one week. And realistically, like our relationship with food is so much more complicated than that. And so I really, really break it down and deliver a lot of like thorough information that I'm really excited to share with all of you. I've been on my own intuitive eating journey for the last few years. And I'll tell you more about that in a couple of weeks. I have a podcast episode scheduled to dive deeper into my own journey with it, but I can just say that like, I've never felt more connected um, and empowered around food. I feel trusting with my body. I feel, um, totally in control and, and it doesn't hold such an emotional weight. Um, it's not like loaded. There's no moral obligation I have around food. And I, and I don't experience some of the same cycles that I used to quite regularly, especially like back in my like really disordered eating days. And this cycle is like, sort of like what I'm going to talk about today. So disordered eating is really cyclical, meaning like when we restrict, it sets into motion, like a disordered pattern of behaviors that get us stuck again and again and again. 
thinking back to my eating disorder when I was a teenager and young adult, or even with the patterns of dieting I experienced after that, I can clearly remember how important every single meal felt and how much thought I put into like, okay, if I'm going to have this for breakfast and what am I going to have for lunch? And then like, what about dinner? And for me in my relationship with food, like every bite felt like, you know, making it or breaking it. Like, am I being good or am I being bad? So when I say cycle, what I'm, what I'm speaking to are the patterns and behaviors that we find ourselves with food that we seem to repeat again and again. An example of the cycle is like, let's say you restrict all day and then you find yourself feeling really out of control around food at nighttime. Um, you tell yourself you're going to eat this for dinner, but then you like go back to the kitchen or the cupboard or the fridge like 20 times because you're actually not very full. Um, and then you eat so much that night that the next day you sort of like make a quote unquote plan to eat less um, because you're somehow making up for you know, the food that you ate that night. And so that's like a pretty common cycle. Another example of the cycle is that like throughout the week, you follow a really strict plan. You only eat certain types of food. You have lots of rules around what is okay and what's not okay. And then by the time the weekend comes, like you plan, you know, a cheat day and then find yourself, you know, <laughs> having a cheat day three days in a row and every single day feels really out of control. Or during the week, you have a lot of rules and it's very structured, but then, you know, like you have a bad day or something emotional happens. And so you end up going to food as a sort of like escape and then it's game on and, you know, you pass a point of fullness and you experience lots of shame and guilt, but then you tell yourself the next day that you're going to wake up and things will be different. And, and so you're in that cycle again. So I've learned about the term, the cycle through Be Nourished and my body trust provider training. Um, I did it a few years ago and it's been absolutely life-changing for myself, but also in the work that I do with other people. And so before I dive into what this work really looks like, I want to give them credit because this comes from them. So if you haven't checked out Be Nourished, um, definitely do so. I found that looking at our cycle, looking at our patterns, identifying it and bringing awareness to it has been one of the most impactful pieces of information that we can give ourselves, especially when we are trying to change the relationship we have with food. If our relationship with food feels out of control, scary, um, confusing, loaded, or if you really only feel safe eating when you're following a set of rules, bringing awareness to our cycle will actually help us disrupt patterns and behaviors that we fall into when we feel like we've done something quote unquote wrong or like off the plan. Okay, so let's dive into identifying your cycle. So the first thing that I want you to do is think about something that you're doing with food that you wish that you could stop doing. Maybe that means going out to dinner and eating and drinking more than you wanted to and not feeling very good the next day. Or it could look like, you know, being at home and going back to the cupboard or the fridge a number of times and it feeling a little out of control. So the first thing I want us to think about is like, how does it help us in the moment? Why is it something that we continue to do? Like, does it feel good? Is it meeting some sort of need? And so I think, you know, in the case of eating too much at night, like let's say you're going back to the cupboard or the kitchen or the fridge and you can't stop eating. What is that doing for you in the moment? Maybe one, you're hungry and it probably feels good to eat some food. 
Two, maybe it's something that is providing some sort of like distraction or comfort or a sense of fun. You know, food can be a lot of different things and none of those things are bad. Maybe eating is a way that you connect with your family, your friends or your partner. And maybe when you're there and you're in the moment, you don't actually notice your fullness cues or you, you're not paying attention or being mindful to like what's happening on your plate. Again, there's nothing wrong with these things. Maybe at the end of the day, you do feel like you need something comforting. Like it's been really long and hard and um, you just need something that will help you relax or help you feel cozy or, you know, like act as some sort of reward. So think about it in the moment, at the end of the day, when you're eating too much, like what need is food meeting for you? What is it doing? How is it helping? What is it providing? So the next piece of the cycle that I want us to go over is what do you feel afterwards? What do you think? What do you say to yourself? What do you feel in your body? So the example of eating too much at night could look like Oh, I told myself I was going to be good this week. I wasn't going to go out to dinner. And now I've just like had like a burger, a plate of fries, an appetizer and two beers. Like, how could you do that to yourself? Like, you're such a failure. Like you can't stick to anything. Um, maybe you've gone off some sort of plan or track and you feel badly about it. And you think, oh, how could, how could I do that? Usually what comes up is guilt. Like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, why did I do that? Oh. And at worst, like it shows up as shame. And the difference there is like, you know, oh, I did something bad. And then shame feels like I am bad. Why can't I stick to anything? I'm such a failure. And so when we're sitting in guilt and shame, it actually feels really terrible, right? It's a really awful feeling that we're all trying to figure out and we're all trying to move past. And so in this response to shame and guilt, we want to fix it, right? So we're tempted to make a plan. And usually the plan consists of some sort of restriction or some sort of way to like, quote unquote, make up for whatever we did the night before with food. And so the plan might sound a little like, today I'm going to be so good. I'm only going to eat X, Y, or Z, and I'm going to move my body for this amount of time today. And I'm going to go really hard and I'm going to eat even less than I usually do because I was so quote unquote bad last night. And then maybe you wake up the next morning and you know, you eat a really small breakfast. You are quote unquote, really good. Um, you continue to lunch and you continue to eat very, very small amounts and you might start to feel good. You might start to feel like, wow, I really can get my life back into control. There is hope for me. If I can just continue to eat this very small amount, there's not going to be any sort of side effects. Like I got this and maybe you can follow this plan, you know, for a day, two days, a few days, maybe usually not, but maybe you can. But there's always something that gets in the way of the plan. Maybe it's that you're really hungry and your body's response to restriction is to send hunger signals to your brain telling you to eat some food. <laughs> um, maybe you have an emotional day and you're looking for a way to cope. And so you go out to dinner or you get a cookie because it feels good. And then you think, fuck it. I've already quote unquote ruined my restriction. So I might as well go all out. Maybe it could be Thursday and your coworkers are going out for happy hour. And like, you want to hang out with your coworkers. The point is like, 
something will always get in the way of the plan. And usually it's just basic life stuff. It can be having a really hard day. It can be that you're hungry. It can be that you want to have fun. Something is always going to get in the way of the plan. And usually when something comes up or when something gets in the way, we have a tendency to go back to that sort of all or nothing thinking because we've already, you know, quote unquote, ruined it. And so we end up circling back to like the quote unquote problem behavior, which is feeling out of control around food and maybe like eating past the point of fullness on a regular basis because we're consistently in this cycle. And so the point of really pointing this out and bringing awareness to our cycles and your cycle might look just like this or might look a little bit different is to figure out where can we interrupt it? Cycle. How do we get out of this like never ending eating too much, eating too little, eating too much, eating too little and having our bodies sort of like be on this constant roller coaster. And a lot of clients, a lot of people think, well, I just like need to try harder. I need more willpower. That's honestly not the answer because if it was all about pushing harder and your willpower, like you probably would have figured it out by now because I believe that you are trying really really hard to normalize your relationship with food and eat consistently. Like we know how difficult it can be. So the answer here isn't necessarily to have more willpower or push yourself harder or stop yourself before you ever go out to a happy hour or have dinner with your friends or your partner or your family. Like that is not the answer because that's not realistic. Life happens, right? And like you want to be engaged with life, which honestly means sometimes totally feeling food freedom in those moments. The most effective way of getting out of the restrict binge cycle is practicing compassion. And that could feel really, really hard <laughs> when you're feeling that guilt and shame because your instinct is going to be to make a plan because remember, like the plan provides safety. And I want to remind you that the plan is what ke is keeping you stuck. I'll repeat that. The plan is what is keeping you in the cycle. Because once you make the plan to restrict, then we're engaging in the behaviors that trigger the binging or trigger the feeling out of control around food later. And so the question is like, how can you remind yourself in those moments when you're feeling the guilt and shame to wake up the next morning and eat like you normally do, knowing that that's going to stop you from engaging in the same cycle a few days later. One way that we can do this simply is realizing that like there are going to be times that we overeat. There's going to be times where we're so connected with our friends, our family, or our partners that we forget about our hunger and fullness cues. And yeah, we eat more than, than we usually do. And how can we like, let that be okay? And the key here is not labeling that behavior as bad because then in turn, we think that we need to make up for it or somehow be quote unquote good. When really a very healthy and free relationship with food looks like eating different sized meals and like not thinking about it too much. It's about checking in with our hunger cues and the emotional situation that we find ourselves in and making choices around the food at the time. A healthy relationship with food is about trusting yourself to make decisions around food in the moment. 
it all comes back to trust. So the next time that you find yourself really tempted to make a plan to like be quote unquote good after, you know, the weekend's over or after you go out and like you eat more than you thought you were supposed to quote unquote, <laughs> I just want you to pause. Think about this episode, think about the cycle, think about your patterns and behaviors and maybe choose to do something different maybe choose to eat the breakfast that you would normally eat regardless of what you had the night before. If you find yourself in the binge restrict cycle pretty consistently, I have some pretty exciting news for you. Um, in two weeks, I will be launching the Wilder Wellness Intuitive Eating Program. So each week you will get a module that walks you through each principle of intuitive eating. Um, and it's very thorough. Um, so you will feel totally supported. This will come with video recordings and audio recording and a workbook along with like monthly meetups to get support. And so I've been working on this for a whole year. I'm so excited that it's done and I'm so excited to share this with you. So if this episode resonated with you and you're like, wow, this explained my eating behaviors like to a T, maybe it's every single day, maybe it's every single week or, you know, a few times a month, this program is for you. So be on the lookout for emails and Instagram announcements because it's coming finally. Um, if you have any questions, send me a DM. I'd love to connect with you and I hope you all have a great week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Wilder Wellness Podcast. If you loved this episode, head on over to rate and subscribe. New episodes drop each week. I can't wait to catch up with you on and off of the trail. See you then.